I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood with Chris and Rachel. We're talking about all things parenting, the mishaps, the struggles, and maybe even some motivation. Grab your coffee or wine and join us for some real talk. Hey everyone, welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We're back with another new episode. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We have one of our close friends and she actually went on our mom vacation with us and she's a, a car, a partner in carpool with us too. Uh, <laughs> we wanted to have her on today because she's actually a realtor and she owns her own franchise of Century 21 with her partner here in Central Arkansas and they're super knowledgeable and we recommend um, anybody locally, we always say, you know, if you want to talk real estate, talk to Jessica. So we've decided to have her on today to ask her some real estate questions. And we'll be trying to, you know, keep it broad. If you're in the central Arkansas area, definitely hit her up. But we're going to try to keep it broad for topics that we can all um, use when we are going about buying or selling a house. So how are you today, Jessica? I'm great. How are you? How are y'all guys? <laughs> we're good. We're good. So tell us a little bit about you and your family. How many kiddos do you have? So I have six kids. I have a stepdaughter. She is 12. And then I have five boys that are mine from 12 down to one. <laughs> oh, goodness. You join me well, in the boy club. You got lots of them. Okay. Yes. Well, so tell us a little bit about how you got started in real estate and um, what your real estate journey, how you came to start doing it and how you came to um, own your own franchise. Well, I started in real estate about seven years ago. My son had just started kindergarten and I was looking for something to do during the day to keep me busy and make a little extra money. I wanted something that was pretty flexible so I could still go to his school parties, take him to school, pick him up, but work during the day. Um, of course, I did not realize until right after I got out of school that I was pregnant with twins. So it kind of changed <laughs> that up just a little bit. Threw a wrench in the plan. Yeah, exactly. And so I did that until I opened uh, Century 21 in Benton two and a half years ago. Yay. Awesome. That is exciting. So how is it being your own business owner now, not just doing real estate? Well, it's a whole lot more work. That's for sure. <laughs> I really like it. I love my agents and I love my own company, but it is a lot of work. I pretty much work from sun up to sun down. You know, I got into it so I'd have a flexible schedule, but I pretty much work <laughs> all the don't. time. But <laughs> I love it, luckily. I mean, by Monday morning, I wake up and I'm like so excited to go to the office. I have amazing agents that work for me. So it's just a lot of fun throughout the day. Y'all, before we left on the cruise, she was like, we're all like stressed about 
oh, <laughs> can the dads take care of the kids, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, forget that. Can everybody live at my office without me? Who's going to take care of my agents while I'm gone? <laughs> <laughs> you got, that's a lot of babies. That's a lot yeah. of babies to take it care is. of. It is. They're so. all my babies. Oh, that's um, hilarious. That is too funny. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started with the hard hitting questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are the top five things to do before you put your house on the market or when you're getting it ready to list? Okay. So typically I do a walkthrough and I kind of give you a lot of ideas, but I narrowed it down to the top five, which I would think that if you were going to do anything, these would be the most important. The first thing is to declutter. You want to take anything that you're not going to use, put it in a box, stick in the garage. Don't worry what the garage looks like. People care more about the inside. So oh, anything you can live without, put it up. Yeah. Um, I, I would say take down any family pictures it's okay to leave a few decorative pictures on the wall, but anything that's got pictures of your family that's going to distract people from seeing themselves living in the house. Mm. Yes. I've heard, always heard clean off the fridge. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, clean off the whole one. fridge. Like, if anything, just for the pictures, you know, because that's so distracting in the pictures whenever you have, like, the photographer when they come yes. to take the pictures. Yes. It, it, oh, it, and I have seen some houses listed where when I flip through the pictures, there's like water bottles sitting on there. Oh, there are yes. dirty shoes laying in the floor. I'm like, could you not at least like when we listed our house, the background was a disaster, but I just cleaned off the area where they were taking the picture. <laughs> well, that has a lot to do with the agents. Some agents are, they just go on with their iPhones. I'll take uh, spend yeah. at least a good hour. You know, if there's stuff that needs to be moved, shutting the toilet seat, like anything and everything you can think of because the yeah. pictures are, that's going to, that's going to get people out to your house. So to me, that's the most important. Yeah, true. Yes. Uh, I would say the third thing would be a deep clean. I mean, if anything, mm. you may hire someone to come do it because it needs to be clean from the floor up to the ceiling. Mm. And if you have little kids, like walls get dirty, baseboards, like everything needs to be spotless. Mm. Yikes. After, and then after you get it <laughs> cleaned, I would go into the touch-up painting. That kind of goes back to the, if you have kids, like they wear mm -hmm. like the trim and the, the, crown molding like anything that anything that you can touch needs to be touch up painted just mm -hmm. make it look a little fresh like yes. you haven't been living in it for however long uh, <laughs> yeah my exactly walls are, my walls have like pencil all over them and oof, yeah and you've only lived there for a couple years yeah <laughs> light gray was maybe a bad idea with four kids <laughs> i think yeah. any color is gonna suffer some wear <laughs> with multiple kids yeah yeah. Unless you do like a really dark brown and that's not going to look good. So yeah, no, no. just well, take the magic then, eraser around. That helps too. Yes. Oh, but then good. if you get a dark color, it's going to like every single like, um, ding or anything is going to show big time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. At our last house, we had a dark brown. That was the thing then. <laughs> it was actually called. Cardboard. I remember that. Who picks a color called cardboard? Apparently my mom, because <laughs> she's who picked everything for my house basically. But it, uh, I always tell Zach, it always looked so good. And Zach's like, yeah, we didn't have kids for the first three years we lived there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a lot different than now. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. And your kids were littler, too, even when you did live there. So they were. Yeah, they didn't have as... pencils yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kept the pencils far away. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the fifth thing? Did we already say the fifth thing? Nope. I would say the curb appeal. Mow mm. the grass, pull the weeds, power wash the side. Add new mulch. I like when you add like a mulch that pops. 
and then some kind of door hanger that's especially right now I just recently told a seller like grab a door hanger that's a spring color that really pops from the road and Mm -hmm. I said grab she had two chairs you know that were like a solid color and I was like grab two pillows that go with the with the door hanger and you know she did the the weeds the mulch the door hanger and I mean it was not day difference I took a picture before and then I went back afterwards and it it was like a different house just those little things and they were really inexpensive too yeah, yeah, you that's want somebody nice. to pull up and be like, ooh, like, this <laughs> not, looks homey. Not, exactly. oh, I could add this or I would do that. Like, you don't want somebody to already, before they walk in the house, think they're settling. So, yeah. yeah or to think, oh my gosh, I have work. Like, I'm going to have yes. to mm-hmm. pull the weeds and do the mulch. Like, people want moving ready. That's like, yeah. that's the number one thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you kind of just answered this some, but what makes a house appealing to buyers? I, you know, that one was a tough one because buyers are so different, Mm -hmm. but I would think just the majority it's, if it's clean and taken care of, a lot of people base the quality of the actual home on if it's clean and taken care of, because they think, oh, if you go in and it looks nice. I mean, I hear this all the time. Okay. They must've really taken care of this house. Yeah. Whereas if we go in and it's like dirty and stuff's chipped, they're, they're more worried about the stuff that you don't see and how there. they're taking care of that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll say that's the number one. That yeah. would make sense. And make sure it smells good. You know, if they that's go in and it's dirty and stinks. <laughs> yeah. As long yeah. as it doesn't stink. It doesn't have to smell like baked cookies or anything. I mean, that's good. But then I'm going to really want a cookie while I'm there. Yeah. But <laughs> <you just laughs> Leave the plate of stink. cookies out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Good. Definitely yeah. smell, I think, because as soon as I walk in someone's house, it's just like, I don't know, if the house stinks, then you just think the people are dirty or the, you know yes. what I mean? It's just harder exactly. to, or the house is dirty, I guess, maybe. <laughs> well, it's really hard when people have like cats in a litter box, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm like, can you stick that in the garage, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah I would true. think that that would be kind of first on the list to de-animal it as much as possible. <laughs> de-animal. <laughs> I mean, I have animals and I like animals, but I don't want to walk into a house and just get an overwhelming sense of animal. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of, that's like a fine line of like being the realtor and telling what they needing, but, but trying not to like totally offend Hurt them. their feelings. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that their house smells like animal, you know, and you go mm-hmm. in and it stinks and you're like, uh, don't want to hurt their feelings, stinks. but man. I hate to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I always, everyone that comes, walks into my house, I do it to Rachel all the time. I'm like, hey, does it smell weird? You know, because you get used <laughs> to your own house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. I have four boys living in it. So my worst fear is like, it's going to smell like sweat and armpit, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, sure does it, it stink in here? Yeah. I walked in mine the other day and there was something. And I was like, oh, no, what is it? What is where it? is it? The <laughs> trash had been taken out. I had literally no idea. It was, a, it was a stray potato that had wandered out. <laughs> of the oh, yeah. no. I'm impressed that you found it. Oh, it was one of those where I knew. I knew it, it wasn't like a, mm, did some, like, do I need to switch the washer? Like, it wasn't like a. I it knew was it like was a bad in one. Here. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't like super overwhelming, but once I smelled it, I knew that it was con- like, I knew that there was something in my house that needed to be out of it. 
(laughs) It had like fallen behind because I keep the bag of potatoes in the bottom of the pantry and it had like fallen out of the bag and like behind like a oil or something. So it was just like a random stray potato. And as soon as I found it, I was like, and Lawson was like trying to get around me to look and I'm like, get back. It's disgusting. disgusting in here. Don't touch it because knowing him, he'd like grab it before I could and lick it or something. Yes. He's ridiculous. But yeah, it was a stray potato. So hey, at least I'm you like, found it before. It was like all the gnats were in there. Oh, oh that gross. <laughs> gross. I can't yes. like fruit flies. I swear oh, they, oh. they love my drain. I don't understand. Oh, it's miserable. I hate those things. Okay. So what is the biggest mistake that you see first time home buyers making or even second time home buyers? Let's, let's be real. We ain't doing everything <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I would say luckily second time home buyers have a little bit more knowledge going into it. I would say yeah. first time home buyers, you know, they get so excited and they go in and they love the paint and they love, you know, that it's going to be their home and the location. And they don't really think about the functionality. They don't oh, think about, yeah. Oh, there's not a pantry. That's Okay. Um, or anything like that. They they look mostly at the cosmetics where I feel like, uh-huh. but they're also a lot easier to work with because they're so excited and so grateful <laughs> yeah. and they, they find a house and they love it. Whereas the second time home buyers, they lived know in that first want. home that they went into not knowing what to get. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, I'm not going without a pantry and I'm not going without a bigger closet and I need this and I need that. So I feel like the second time around, they tend to get a lot more on their list. That makes yeah. sense. That yeah, does. That's first build, time. It's yeah. kind of hard to, to get everything. Well, even, even when, then. Yeah. Even when you build, <laughs> there's so many things that you forget or you just don't um, know. Especially well, you just, time. you're bogged down with decisions. So it's like, you can't possibly think through everything unless it takes you years to build the house, maybe. Yeah. But it's like there, we built our house and even still I'm like, why did we do this? How did we not see this? What were we <laughs> thinking here? You know. And that was your hard. second house to build. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we really did better the first time, probably. I don't remember thinking anything about the first. I mean, I love our house, but as far as little things that I've noticed with this house, I didn't notice with my second house. But we also had my my papa built that house and he knew more, you know, like he was there more and kind of he did it for us. We didn't have to make the decisions about where does this outlet go, you know? Yes, true. So maybe it just because it wasn't on us. I don't know. And you have more kids and they're older, you know, so at that house, they were kind of younger. You didn't need as much. Now it's like, yeah, there's so many things that I've been in my house for a year and I I swear new things are out this year. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have put that in here. Yeah. I bet yeah. that's hard constantly going to see houses and then coming home to yours. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm like, I'll go in. I went in one recently and it was kind of like this exposed brick. Not that that would really go with my house, but I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, I, didn't I know that's that what's before. hard is if it's, if you see something that is not the style of your house and then you're like, well, can I change the whole house or like, <laughs> what do I do now? You know? Exactly. Okay. So where should you start when you want to buy a house? Well, the first step always is the pre-approval. That's the most important part before you start looking. And mm. that's kind of what I always tell any of my buyers when they call me and they're like, let's go look at houses. And this is what I want. And this is what I want. And I'm like, Okay, that's great. I would love to work with you. But have you spoke to the lender? Because yeah. not only do they need to find out if they are approved, because obviously that's important, but they need to make <laughs> sure they're looking in the right price range. They need yes. to make sure, you know, when I first started and I didn't know nearly as much, you know, you learn so many things the hard way. I spent like two months showing houses to this couple. They were approved for a certain amount. 
We looked at those houses. We found it. We put it under contract. Well, the next day when the lender sent sent them the breakdown of what their monthly payment was going to be, it was double what they wanted to spend. Uh, I was like, oh, so we had to start all over. And then you have to look at price houses, half the price, which can you imagine? Kind of. Yeah, that's hard. We never even could find on my house. So I know it's so making sure that you you're looking in the right price range, not just what you can afford, like what you're approved for, because they'll approve you a lot of times for more than you need to spend. But what you Mm. actually want to spend each month. Yeah, I remember when we got approved to build and I'm like, I don't know how they're thinking we're going to afford that. You know, (laughs) (laughs) like, have they looked at our finances? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be house poor. Yes, oh, I no. hear that all the time from all of my clients. Yeah. yeah. We keep thinking about moving. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe in a couple more months, maybe in a couple more months, maybe in a year. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought, like, I mean, you know, we still, we didn't max out. We didn't, but even still, we felt pretty house poor when we first moved in here. Like, we were like, oh my word. Like, we didn't think, an extra 400 a month was going to be a big deal on a house payment and it was definitely mm. yeah yeah you just sure don't know until it happens exactly and we figured it out we're okay yeah. now but yeah it's never fun putting it on paper either mm. oh no nope. okay so when so do you just go to the lender to determine what your budget should be and do they do the breakdowns of the monthly payments or how does all that work wor- with working with the lender? Yeah, typically, I mean, I have a couple in- lenders that I recommend just because over the years they've, you know, had the not just the lowest rates because you want to save money, but they've been the most efficient, they've done the best jobs. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I tend to recommend them just because I want it to go quickly. I mean, I've had I know people that I want to avoid and I know big companies online that you want to avoid. It's mm-hmm. just, it's hard when you can't get it. And it's, you know, when there's these online companies, every other day you have a new person, you can only talk during business hours. You know, some of the lenders I work with, they'll text you till 10 o'clock at night. So typically once I get my buyer's approval, I will send their information to the lender and the lender will reach out to them. Cause a lot of the times if you put it back on the buyer, they'll just, put it off and put it off. Um, mm-hmm. So I just have the lender call them directly and he, he can break it all down for them and tell them exactly where they need to stay and what the monthly payment's going to look like. Now, depending on the actual address, cause it'll be taxes and insurance, you know, it can be off 50 bucks, $75, depending on uh, taxes. Right. As you know, like these newer neighborhoods, the, the tax is going to be three times the price on some of these older houses, mm-hmm. but they'll at least give them a, a general idea and they'll, they'll send a pre-approval letter to them and to me because gotcha. typically the seller, when I send over an offer, they want to see a copy of the pre-approval. So it's not just a matter of, I want it. It's required. The seller will want it before they'll even respond to the offer. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense because it's like, by the time you like get to, you know, go through all the, because then there's like, they want you to fix this, this, and this. And then you yes. realize they couldn't even afford it in the first place. It's like, yeah. And they take it off the market. Work. You know, they've taken, they're taking it where actual qualified buyers can't see it. And that's, you know, they want to yeah. avoid that. For sure. Okay. So what's the biggest benefit to using an agent over for sale by owner? Well, that one, I could list like 50 things, <laughs> but I would say, uh, honestly, a lot of my job I think so many people think that a realtor just opens the door and lets you in. And if only my job was that easy. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. put out so many fires. And I can honestly say there's so many times I thought, 
if they did not have a realtor, there's no way this would close. You know, I mm. have to negotiate with if the appraisal comes back, I pull comps, I go back and forth and try to get them to come up on the price. Mm. I, you know, I pull quotes, I go meet people out there during the middle of the day while they're working to get quotes and to, to move forward with the process. So I think the biggest thing is we, we simplify the process, you know, right. we're showing the property, you're not having to come home from work. And then we do all the paperwork. We handle all the negotiations, especially if you hire an agent that is a little more experienced, they're going to mm-hmm. be able to negotiate a little bit better for you. You know, they're going to keep pushing. They're going to get more for, more for the house. And, and then they're going to make sure that everything's done correctly and that, we're going to do everything we can to make sure you, you're not in a lawsuit down the road. Yeah. yeah. Anything that can prevent that. That's always good. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if anyone's ever sold or bought a house, like I didn't have a clue what any of that paperwork was. No, like they're literally like, here's what, here's what you're signing. And I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> trusting that you're right. I'm trusting you. So <laughs> if, it was by owner, if I sign it. <laughs> exactly. If it was a for sale by owner, I w- there's no telling what I would have. I mean, you don't know what you're signing unless no. you literally, I don't know anyone that literally reads through all the paperwork. Oh, I know. Well, it wouldn't matter if I read through it. I wouldn't understand it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you still wouldn't thing. Know. It's like, I need somebody <laughs> in my corner that does know because I, I, it's like that in taxes, between that and taxes. Oh, like, my. I consider myself to be a person that like, if I really want to learn something, I can. And every time I read like, re- like any kind of those contracts, that paperwork that you sign when you're closing or tax stuff, I'm like, no. I'm an idiot. No <laughs> I'm the dumbest person in the world. I will never understand this. Like I go, oh, most people don't. I mean, at, at closings go pretty quickly. Most people just sign, you know, the closer will kind of explain it to you, but I've had like two closings ever in seven years where they read everything and I had to leave because it was like two hours into it. You're just, yeah. You're <laughs> like, oh, okay. What? I cannot sit here. You should have requested a copy before we sat down. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you're like, do you know day, what like, you just read? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. they, they have to sign it or they're not getting the house. Like, it doesn't really matter if you like what it says. If you want that, you got to sign it, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's yeah. like you're wasting your time. Yeah, just take it home, read it later. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how do you determine or how should you go about determining what your house is actually worth? Well, definitely let your real estate agent do that. But <laughs> I would say definitely don't trust his estimate that it could, it's, so inaccurate and every single appointment I go on they're like well this estimate said this and I'm just like oh no please it It doesn't matter no like don't go off estimate we we pull a report we go out like either in your subdivision or if you're live on acreage you know we go out and we pull we follow the same guidelines that the appraiser follows when when we're pulling or at least I do we've had appraisers come talk to all of our agents so we know what the appraisers are looking for because ultimately Mm -hmm. they have to appraise it or you can't close Mm -hmm. so yeah it's got to appraise for that yes and you don't just want to price it for what the seller wants because a lot of times they think it's worth more than it really is Mm -hmm. so just just seeing what it has sold around it that is what the appraiser goes off he doesn't go off like the cost approach not when it comes to residential he goes off of the comparables, what next door, what next door sold for, what down the road sold for. So we pretty much pull those. I look through the pictures and when I come out to your house, I can determine what I think it's worth. I can't really tell you until I've seen it just because, you know, there's low comps and high comps. So once Mm -hmm. I've come out and I can determine like the quality of your home, I can pretty much tell you exactly what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You're not just, yeah, that's, I'm, 
we were going to get to that later in the interview, but I can only imagine how people think that they're very informed now with the internet. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and they're like, probably not. This. Yes. My home is actually worth $380,000, <laughs> even though my, the house next door sold for one hundred and twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It is hard, too, though, whenever there's an emotional attachment. It was oh, really yeah. hard. My first house was really hard for me to take that out. You know, I'm like, yes, no, but, but we brought our it. babies home here. And we built this and we put <laughs> in the extra, helped. <laughs> Yes. Like we put in the extra backsplash that was fancy. You know, and it's like, okay, but now every house has that. So yeah, exactly. it's not fancy anymore. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys, this isn't fair. It doesn't add $20 to each square foot this time. <laughs> exactly. A lot of people think, oh, well, I just, you know, I just did this and I just did that. And it's like, great. That may, that'll make it like more sellable, but it doesn't necessarily doesn't add value. put 20 grand into it that it's worth 20 grand more. That's yeah. what you've been careful when you're adding improvements, you know? A lot of things don't add value, right? Like yeah. swimming pools don't add value. Is that correct? They don't add or the do full they sometimes? value. Yeah. Well, no, it's like they'll add a little value, but they do not add the value of what you pay for them. I mean, I've seen in an appraisal, like the same thing with shop, you know, yeah. like our shop, it was $20,000. Well, the appraisal only gave us 5000 for it. Huh. Yeah. So you don't want to do anything like that if you're considering selling soon, especially a pool. If I have clients, I've had clients that are like, I can't decide if I want to sell or put in a pool or, you know, what I yeah. want to do. And I'm like, if you put in the pool, you need to stay for like 10 years because to pay it off, you're, you're losing money. Yeah. Huh. We learned that with refinancing because all the closing costs, then we yes. sold it too soon and it ended up being yep. dumb that we refinanced. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing. Can't we were going to refinance about five <laughs> years ago and then we're worried that we weren't going to stay. So then we should have refinanced. But now I'm worried that we're not going to stay. So I don't want to refinance it's now. The same situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and rates are a little bit higher right now. So I probably would, you know, wait. maybe see if you're not in a rush either way, you might just wait. No. And see if well, I, the problem is going to be when I find a house that I really love in the school district, I'm going to be like, okay, I needed to move yesterday. Everybody, yeah, right high now. alert. <laughs> Get me out of this house. But the idea of selling this house sounds miserable. Yeah. So it's definitely yeah. not easy when you have kids. No, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, maybe when, when Lawson's in kindergarten and then like during yeah, the when day. He's in school. Yeah. 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 That I'll, I'll worry about it later. 
Our house was on the market three weeks, and it felt like thirty-three years. Oh my god! I'm not <laughs> I mean, I was enough. like, I was like, I can't. If one more person has to come see this house, I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it had a small backyard, so yeah. Oh my was, god! Everyone hated your backyard. <laughs> oh, and so everyone would be like, they absolutely loved everything about the house, but they hated the backyard. I'm like. Well, there's nothing I can yeah, do about that. Of you know? The one thing you can't fix. Exactly. Oh, but there then was- I will say we staged to the backyard. Like we bought um potted plants and new patio furniture and blah 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 and it sold that weekend. So That's true. <laughs> Well, I think sometimes you just need to show them some people aren't good at space. And the same yeah. thing with certain rooms, bedrooms, you know, if there's a little room, sometimes bringing in a bed and a nightstand so they can say, oh, okay, well, there is enough room for a bed and a nightstand just yeah. so they can get an idea. Yeah, There was that's also um, somebody that thought one of your bedrooms was purple, wasn't it? Didn't they? I can't remember. I feel like they did. Like Beckett's room was gray. Uh, yes, the yes. And, and they, they said like, <laughs> they said something about the purple room, and we were like uh, scratching our heads, like, "What room is purple?" So people see things definitely. Real. They must <laughs> everybody have been, like, sees things lines. differently. Yeah. Well, and it is so hard to not get your feelings hurt, or to like not take things personally, you know. Because oh, most yeah. of the time it was the backyard, which I couldn't fix. So that was easy to not get my feelings hurt. But whenever people would be like, well, they hated the tile around the fireplace or something. I'm like, well, they're idiots and they don't know <laughs> what looks good. You that know, tile is like- state of the art. <laughs> number one in decor right now. Where have they been? I'm like, they have not seen a pretty house then, I guess. <laughs> I feel sorry for them. Get them a copy of At Home in Arkansas. Sit down and look at what's in style. Yeah, it was like, I'm like, they're crazy. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. Okay, so what is like... Okay, somebody's ready to list their house. What is the number one most important thing they need to do before listing it? Uh, as far as not on the list that I gave you before. Yeah. Or um, or what is the most important of that list? Like, just like yeah, number, asking for a friend. <laughs> if I decide to list my house, what's the number one first thing I need to do? Except for get the cat. Well, call me. Out. That's the first thing. But the <laughs> second thing, I mean, the very first thing I tell people whenever they call me is I say, Work on decluttering, work on decluttering, because if they haven't decluttered, you know, I can't see everything. I can't tell them like sometimes getting rid of like extra furniture, anything to do with getting rid of extra so that we can see the walls, we can see the floors, we can see that you can have it cleaned. But Mm -hmm. that is like the very first thing I tell people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense because I, I could, we've, Chris and I have been looking at random pictures lately and. I swear <laughs> that the especially offices, offices will just be piled with stuff on pictures online. And I'm like, I would be so humiliated. Yeah. Oh, like, get stuff out of your like you're gonna Even, move um, anyway. Did just you get yes, it? girl? I say that so many times. Like you're already gonna pack it up and move it out. Can't you just do it now? So and there's no way y'all better. are using all this stuff. No way. No way no. in your daily life are you using this. Stuff. I hate clutter anyway. And so oh. that's one of the reasons I don't mind being in a smaller house because I frequently just have to get rid of stuff. And I love yeah. I love that feeling of get like I'll take 10 bags to Goodwill and be like, this is best day ever. <laughs> oh yeah. I have empty cabinets in our house mm-hmm. now. Me too. I, and I love it. I'm like, I do not want to fill those things up. Clutter just makes me have a lot of anxiety. So even oh, yeah. looking online at the pictures, I'm like, I couldn't go in that house without having a full on panic attack. Oh, oh I, I mean, that's how buyers are. They go in and 
the, the thing is you want them to come in and see the house and, but they're coming in, they're seeing your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. They're immediately seeing, and especially for pictures, instead yeah. of seeing the fireplace, they're seeing all the crap on top of it. Instead of seeing the pretty floors, they're seeing the ugly leopard rug, you know? Yeah. Like you really want to make sure that they can see the home. Yeah. Yes. I've taken true. pictures a few times for Jessica in her listings and like, I've had some of the funniest requests. Like one person was like, uh, can you um, Photoshop it where it looks like it's been vacuumed? Oh my. <laughs> You're like, well, could you just not vacuum? I mean like, yeah. And I was like, vacuum? I think it might be, and it was pet hair on the uh, carpet. And I was like, um, I think it might be better if you vacuum. Like, I like I'm I not, remember that actually. <laughs> you were there. That was one of those where you were moving stuff from room to room uh, to help. Yes. I do that, <laughs> that a lot. That, oh, was, my word. that was not, um, it turned out fine, and I'm sure the house sold. That's the most important part. But it was just one of those funny things where it, like, they looked at me straight in the face like, yeah, can you can Photoshop, you Photoshop it? that? And I was just like, mm. You're like, you do know that that won't help when they actually come to the house. <laughs> right. want to see it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, pick it up. How about that? <laughs> I don't mind fixing, like, a nick in the wall every once in a while. Like, there's certain things that, like, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. If I can get them in the house, that's fine. But I'm not Photoshopping <laughs> pet hair off your carpet. Like, oh you need to readjust your priorities. <laughs> that's oh hilarious. my gosh! You so it, you kind of answered. Story. You kind of answered this yeah, with the estimate. Um, but can you trust online prices? I would say Zillow. No, you know, I don't look on a whole lot of other websites. That's just not where I go to get my information. You know, I go to the MLS and I actually pull comps. Mm-hmm. I would say Zestimate's the number one thing of what I hear. You know, I'll go with the comps and I'll say, oh, it looks like we need to list your house for 150 I'll go, well, the Zestimate said 170 I'm like, no. Like, well, that's, that's cute. But... so far off. And I, and honestly, I don't even know where Zestimate gets their numbers. Like, I think they just make it, it up as a whole, you know, but like, they don't look at the pictures. They don't, they could pull in a, a crap hole, pardon my language, and next your to like language. Mansion, you know, it's just like... <laughs> Crap hole. That's hilarious. hilarious. (laughs) Jessica must be a prude like me. Pardon my language, crap hole. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always call like like my office before we worked on it. I'm like, that was a crap crap hole. hole. Sorry. Don't look at it till we're done. (laughs) Oh, that is too. That's our cuss word, crap hole. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) Oh, that's hysterical. Okay, so no, the general the general answer is no. Okay, but here's the question. So the hard part is we have all of this knowledge. I'm doing that in quote, knowledge about our homes and other people's homes online now. How do you recommend your clients um, navigate that? Like, are they, do you say go out and look for homes or do you say, let me pull some homes that are, you know, I think will be right for you. Like when they're looking for their next house kind of situation. Well, I do set them up on an auto email. So they pretty much tell me their criteria, how many bedrooms, not that that ever keeps them from still looking, but I do, because the bad thing is like, I'll send them what's available and I'll set them up on the auto email, but then they'll text me 500 things from Zillow. The problem with Zillow is it's never updated. I'm like, well, that's under contract. That's under contract. That's Mm -hmm. under contract. I'm like, I didn't send it to you because it's It's not available. available. You know, like you already told me what you wanted and I'm, I've looked. Yeah. It is so hard though. On the flip side of that, it's like, yes. um, I'm looking at this house for sale. Why didn't you send me this? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're Cause so I'm excited. A and you, you know, you want to find it and you don't want to just sit there. But a lot of times I'll send on my website just because it's updated. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know about the 
you know, the technology behind it, but it stays updated to the MLS. So yeah, if they just have to look, I'll just send on my website and say, here, it's connected to look the MLS. There. So it's a lot more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Zillow really no will have stuff that's been like, especially for sale by owners, you know, it'll been sold two months ago and it's still on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's there's hard. no way they can keep that stuff updated. And I honestly think that, like, I get emails from Zillow just, you know, like, <laughs> accidentally, not on don't purpose. Don't believe it. <laughs> no, I don't even open them. I just delete them. But you know how you just get, like, old Navy emails. I, oh, yeah. I, may, I get Zillow emails somehow. And it's be like, here's your price updates for 72022. And I'm like, yes. so are you just pulling, or here's what the ha- your projected worth is. And I'm like, y'all stop yeah. trying to tell me about I my s- life. I still get I stuff know. about our old address. It'll be like, just an update. Here's what's going on with your old. I mean, it doesn't say old, but like it'll have yeah, my address. address. And I'm like, okay, well, send it to the. I mean, it's had two, <laughs> two, two owners, owners since then. Tell them. I think Nick gets them on our house here, too. Like, it'll be like, your house, your estimate dropped 2000 or it went up 5000 He Because he'll forward them to me. And I'm just like, okay, thanks, honey. Thanks, like, Zillow. Thanks. You can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, there's, but there's no way they could keep it updated. Because, I mean, don't... Well, some people, individuals, update their own house, and then some agents update. Like, don't... don't isn't it like whoever wants to update it can update it kind of thing? Yeah, like, I think Nick goes in and... Uh, he went in and updated, like, the square feet on ours and all the information because we built it. So yeah. you can update it. You can claim it as yours and have a login. But I would yeah. say most people don't. Well, so you, I mean, you can't, also, you can't trust what somebody said. I mean, not, I'm not oh, saying yeah. Nick, but you know what I mean? Anybody yeah, I mean, who could put that go in and. thousand square feet, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, this doesn't. Yeah, that makes sense. So once you're, I mean, I, I'm thinking everybody's probably just looking, but once you're getting serious, definitely, if you have an agent, get on a list from them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to ask you a few mom questions that we ask all of our guests. And our first one is, what is your biggest mom stress or mom worry? Well, that one was a hard one, actually. I was talking to to Nick. (laughs) That does not surprise me. We're laughing because just because definitely the the laid back one of the group, for sure, I would say that. (laughs) Yes, and And I I don't mean it with my first. (laughs) It's not because I have five boys. I don't know. That's just my personality. And I was asking Nick, he's like, I don't know. You don't really worry. I mean, there's nothing that you're that parent Your office. And I'm like, you worry about your office. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm not worried about my agents. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I did narrow it down. There's one thing that I'm just over the top paranoid, and that is water. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like heart attack nonstop. You know, my, my mom's getting a pull, and I'm like, I've already told her, like, you can't babysit there. You can't watch the kids overnight there. And I'm like 100%. Like, I won't. I would not even be able to relax if my kids were there there's just something I, I have a lot of nightmares about my kids drowning there's just mm, something about oh, water girl just, yeah. yeah it's just I won't even leave like my kid I won't even turn my back whenever one of the the two younger when they're in the bathtub you know if it's mm-hmm. more than like an inch I'm just that's it yeah, all of that, my fears that sounds like a big worry that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds like you took one worry and ran with it <laughs> yeah that's it that's the only thing i worry about <laughs> did you stress when you took your kids on the cruise did you well, take your kids on? i did but jackson and annalise were like five oh. and I, think, I don't think that i had that worry at that point i feel like with <laughs> it each grew kid with the children had, like my anxiety you know has well like, there's like, only you only have so many eyes <laughs> so well, that's the big thing too because yeah. <laughs> you can't watch them all and so like 
anywhere I go, if I'm watching one and then you go to the next and you go to the next, it's like by the time you get back to the first one, they could be at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, that's Oof. so true. But and no, okay, I now I'm more stressed. Thanks for getting cruise. us ready for summer. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to take our kids on a cruise, Jessica. Would you like to come watch them press? press? Now I know I a part like of me is like, I'm just so... I'm just so nervous for y'all. Like, really, when y'all were talking about your kids, I'm like, okay, you can't start worrying about their kids. Like, that's, you just got to save it for your own. No, we're bringing enough adults where there's an adult to every kid. Yeah, I would not take all of mine without, I mean, we're, I'm taking both sets of grandparents and a set of aunt and uncle, two sets of aunts and uncles who care as, as much about my kids as I Yes, they're sexy. Well, I'm always really paranoid for Levi and Layla. And I've told Jessica when we found out about mom getting the pool, I was like, you have to put them in swim lessons. Like, cause they go over there all the time because of rock monkey. And I'm just like, oh yeah. my gosh, what if, and I've already thought like, you can't worry about them all the time. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've already like worked myself up to one of them's going to drown. Cause I'm not going to be there to watch them. Cause Jessica's not water paranoid. She'll tell you. So I'm just oh, like, that's hilarious. Bored. <laughs> Let them survive you've warned her. You've warned her. So you've done your you've done your business. Yes, I've done it. That's hilarious. Oh, so what gosh. is your favorite way to relax at the end of a long day? Oh gosh. Uh every single day, as soon as the kids go to bed, and I mean two seconds after they're in bed, mm-hmm. I'm in my bed. That like every single <laughs> night. Probably like ten minutes before they go to bed, I, I pick up in a vacuum, you know, because when you have a baby, they still throw all the food in the floor. But as yeah. soon as they're in bed, I get into my bed and I turn on the TV. Most of the time, I have my laptop and I'm working, but that is like the ultimate relaxation for me. That is where I go every single night. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like. I have to get in bed too. Brent will be like, "You want to sit on the couch and blah blah,", blah. and I'm like, "Ew, no." Yes. I've been waiting on my bed all day. Are you I'm like, too? I have two special blankets that I like, and I'm not putting those on the couch where the a dog sits. So, <laughs> sorry about your luck. You're going to have to come to the bedroom, and he'll look at me like I'm an idiot still, and I'm like, mm-mm. And I, hey, my, I, have, I have to, have to. It's like an OCD, like real problem. I have to be in some form of water before I sit on my bed. So oh, really? Why, like three seconds after my kids are in bed, I'm in the bath because that's just one step closer to, the to bed. being in bed. Yeah. But <laughs> I cannot. Nice, though. See, Zach will come in from working like 12 hours straight and he'll just plop down on the bed. And I'm like, do not touch my side of the bed. That is disgusting. <laughs> yes. Don't get under the covers. Like, ew, I yes. have to be in water. Oh that is so funny. <laughs> I can't do it. You, Jessica's scared of water and you're obsessed with water. (laughs) Yes, true that. (laughs) Okay, Jessica, what is your best mom tip you would give to a new mom? Well, that one was a hard one too because I'm like, uh, no, but I really, I was thinking mine's not more of like for the actual baby, it's for the mom. I would say the two things just to make it easier. On the front end, I would like say meal prep, meal prep and put it in the freezer. I did that with all my Mm. kids. Mm. And then... I would say take the help. I feel yes. like afterwards oh. you want to do it because you're so excited and you want, you know, you want to spend that time with your baby, especially the first one. I think by the oh, second yeah. third, you're like, okay, anybody come help me. <laughs> I yeah, always wanted will. help with my older child. I'm like, y'all take yeah. her. To- she wants yes. to go see a movie. She's been begging. Get out of mm. here for two hours. Cause it's like, you want to <laughs> learn your new baby. And it's like, when yes. you've got the older one around and mine, you know, 
they were three over three years apart. So she was talking and stuff. I'm like, y'all, I can't think. <laughs> Get the big one out of here. I need, I need this. I need time with this baby. I don't know him. <laughs> I think For what's sure. so hard though is that people will say because people still will say to me constantly, "How can I help?" And I, you just can't really like. You just feel bad about saying like, "Well, will you make me dinner?" Or yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like if people would just offer specific things that's not my yeah. advice to new moms that's my advice to new i guess grandmas yeah, like if my mom friends. would say can i come take your kid and go do this i'd be like absolutely there's her i mean it's a lot easier to take the help i guess is what i'm saying if it's like very specified help like yeah, can i sure. do this can i cook you dinner i mean i'm not gonna say no you know, <laughs> can you drop it off the door so I don't talk to you though? Yes. Yeah, that's the only problem. That's hard. Yes, when we yeah. had we had nine meals after Beckett, nine meals, yes. and so it's like for nine straight days. Once he came home too, because everybody waited. He was in the NICU, so everybody waited till he came home. Mm -hmm. So it's like we had been on this NICU roller coaster, and then for nine days in a row, somebody was there wanting to visit, wanting giving it, you know, and it was just like, oh my goodness, I feel like I've been entertaining for nine days. Oh, it's, it's so hard. The last couple of people, I've actually just got them the, is it eBots or what's the local bot squad? Yeah. Yes. A bot squad, like Delivery. gift card. And I'm like, here you go, order your own food. Like that way they don't yes. feel like they have to chit chat with me. They can just or get Or pizza what they delivery want. even. Yes. We had that a couple nice times. When you don't. It's nice, especially when you don't force a day on them almost too. You know what I mean? Like when it's yes. a gift card, they can be like, okay, it's been three days. Like, you know, because it, when somebody was telling me they're bringing me lasagna on Tuesday, I'm like, what if I don't want lasagna on I mean, yeah. I would yeah, never, Tuesday, ever, and I'm not in the ever, mood for lasagna. Ever say that. And I ate it happily. I'm not saying I didn't. But, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those where it's like an extra added like convenience of like, exactly get it when you want it well i think I my have... brother got like three roasts seriously like three roasts and he hates roasts <laughs> he hates roasts and someone brought three roasts the first week after they had levi <laughs> it's kind of like we laugh about it now but now they've gotten it updated where you thought like you can oh, log on to that website and say what yeah. you're getting and the sad thing is i think you might have had that <laughs> People just don't we pay attention, them, I guess. We made them poppy seed chicken, and they liked it, they said. Yes. So. Hmm. Good thing you weren't the roast. <laughs> we didn't you send them did. a dang roast. No, they told you, and you didn't make it, so that makes me feel better. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I don't even think I've made poppy seed chicken. I need to put that on the rotation. I don't even think I've made it since that. <laughs> since I made it for them. <laughs> Ooh, I know. That's like one of my favorites, too. I yeah, think we no, made that I'm for Layla, that not too. Levi, though. Oh, so mm. it's a little sooner. Yeah. You know. A couple, two and a half years, almost three. <laughs> Just a little bit. Oh, that's funny. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. I think we learned a lot today. And now I'm mentally prepping myself for whenever I decide to sell my house in the next six months to seven years. So <laughs> whenever in that timeline I decide, I feel ready. Um, <laughs> so if you guys are in Central Arkansas, check her out. Um, Tell us the specific name of your company, Jessica, so I don't screw anything up. It's Century 21 Parker and Scroggins Realty, and we are in Benton. Okay. I had, I had the moment of, I didn't, Parker, Parker or Scroggins was, like, which one was first? Which so I was like, first. I'm going to have to turn this over to her. <laughs> well, we <laughs> like, I swear I know your business. Flows easier. 
We yeah, thought, like, yes. We started with Scroggins. That just doesn't. Scroggins and Parker today. doesn't go as good as Parker and no, Scroggins. But my brain, my brain didn't <laughs> have it stored correctly. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so we'll if you guys are in it. Central Arkansas, um, we'll have her links on our Instagram page at Surviving Motherhood Podcast and on our website, survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com. Thank you again so much for coming on. And as always, everyone, good luck surviving motherhood. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,